Behind the Shades. As you flash forward now, Carrie, what's something that you look back on and say, I'm very proud of this moment in my parenting journey? Oh my gosh, there's so much. So one thing, um, one thing that I am proud of in my parenting journey was um, teaching my children uh, integrity. Uh, Your word is your bond. And, you know, when I was growing up, I didn't have that. And so I'm really proud that I that I taught my children that that more than anything to be true in your word, to do what you say you're going to do, to follow through with what you're, you say you're going to do. Um, and they do. And I'm really, really proud of that, that I instilled that. In was that something that was important for you to have them appreciate as they got older because integrity similar to consistency is a very big aspect of adult life. Uh, Yeah. Well, I was very consistent parent. That's for sure. Um, But yeah, I think integrity is part of consistency Um, doing what you say you're going to do following through. um, It's super important for kids and super important in your adult life and their adult life my adult life. (laughs) So for you being a grandmother and a mother, you're wearing two different hats. As you mentioned, your wife is also wearing three, but but more importantly, there's a hat of Carrie, which is meaning that you were someone before you got married or someone before you had children, even though you had them at a younger age, mm-hmm. well, today's standards, people having kids at 14. So is it really young anymore? Well, <laughs> yeah. But at that time you were at a point in your life where you thought that you're going to have your kids later on, but you had them mm-hmm. early, earlier than you expected. Right. So did that kind of throw you for a loop where you're like, okay, my plans are being fast forwarded about eight years. How did that feel? Um, at first I had, I had a lot of trouble. I was in college at the time. Um, I waited a couple of years before I went to college and I, I was at, in college at the time and I wasn't sure how I was going to manage college and kids. And I had to make some decisions about, you know, were my wants and needs more important than the wants and needs of my children? Um, I made a decision to um, stop going to college and to stay at home and take care of my kids. Um, that was my decision. That's not a decision for everybody, but I, I felt like it was important to them to have a parent around. Like I said, my husband was active duty at the time and he was gone up to nine months out of the year. So I felt very strongly that there needed to be a parent available to my children um, at all times. So I decided to stay home. So my plans and what I wanted to do with my life and, and that just got waylaid for a while, but eventually I did what I wanted to do anyway. So, um, you know, uh, there, there is a carry, there is a, there is a mother. Um, although my mothering skills are today, um, I don't give advice to my children unless it's asked for. Um, they're grown adults 
they make their own decisions and and if they want my opinion they ask me for it and i freely give it if they ask um and my grandchildren i get to play 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 so it's just a completely different thing today i feel sometimes we offer advice at the most inappropriate times right um we may say mm -hmm. that hey um I did it this way, you should do it that way. But mm. what we should understand is that, Carrie, your parenting style works for you and your kids, but that same style mm -hmm. may work for mine, but it may not work for someone else's. Absolutely. There's like a uniqueness to the parenting style. When you are working with the people that you work with, when you have your book and you're presenting these types mm -hmm. of ideas, is that something that you find that the people you do with having difficulty understanding that, hey, parenting in many ways is unique to the parents as well as the child. Mm. I don't have any trouble with that. I believe that uh, that every single parent, um, regardless of if you're dual, fam dual parenting or single parenting, that, that every single one of them is completely unique. You know, uh, they're unique human beings and their parenting styles are going to be completely unique. And and what I do is I help uh, people with relationships so that they understand that that their relationships are unique and what works for them. and doesn't work for them is how we go. Um, my job is to give tools and guidelines. It isn't to tell people what to do, but to help them to make their own decisions about what they want to do with their relationships what are some of the tools that you offer parents and let's say for example new parents or potential parents that would help them along that journey um for new parents and potential parents some of the tools that that i have i have a blog that's um uh called words words of wisdom um and it's for it's for moms um certainly it could be for dads who are at home with their children um, one of the tools that I totally uh, recommend to new parents is that, you know, whatever time your baby gets up, um, it's important that you as a parent get up an hour before that baby so that you have time to meditate and center and be ready for the day. I know it's really kind of tough sometimes, especially when you're waking up in the middle of the night, but it is key and essential to for your baby, for you to be in the right state of mind so that you can be the best parent you can be. So that's one of the tools I offer my parents. I know sleep is something that every parent, especially with newborns, would be like, Terrain, mm -hmm. if I get three hours <laughs> of sleep, yes, I'm happy. Right. right? And sure. it seems that they take, especially when it's a newborn, right? They spend so much time with the child um, hours and hours and hours. And I've always wondered, I've always wanted to ask parents this, and maybe I'll ask you this. Mm -hmm. um, those early, early days, first couple of years where you're so sleep deprived, mm -hmm. right? Looking back, if you can get more sleep or if you can figure out a way to get more sleep, mm -hmm. would you? And how would yeah. you do that? Yeah, I would. I, I didn't have permission. I didn't give myself permission. And I didn't have someone that told me um, that one of the greatest things and it happened by the time I got to my second child, someone told me this. And that was my, my responsibility to myself and to my baby to sleep when my baby sleeps, if at all possible. 
um, as a, when a newborn is there, when they're sleeping, take a nap, even if it's a 30 minute snack nap, sleep whenever you can get sleep. Um, this rule about staying up all day. And, and I know there are working parents. I know there are. But when you come home, if that baby comes home from the child care and, and you're working and, and you bring the baby home from child care, when that baby goes to sleep at night, go to sleep. You know, the, the, that is the most important thing you can do for you is, is get sleep when you can get sleep. In that first six weeks of life, it, you're usually home, even if you're a working parent. Sleep when the baby sleeps, period. Whatever has to be done, laundry, dishes, da, 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 all that stuff, that is not nearly as important as your sanity is. And getting sleep is absolutely key and essential to staying, to, to staying in uh, the best you that you can be for your kids. <laughs>